Hello, hello. Welcome to the Making a Marketer podcast, the marketing show for all levels of experience with the best guests in the industry. Get ready to learn and laugh. Here we go with your hosts, Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Jen Cole with Social Media Examiner. Hello, hello, and welcome to a live version of the Making a Marketer podcast. I'm doing this through StreamYard on Facebook. This is episode 47. I'm your host, Megan Powers. I forget to say that on the lives because my name's on the screen, so make sure to say that. <laughs> I am with Powers of Marketing, and my guest today is Jente Delane. Welcome, Jente. How are you? I'm doing well, Megan. How are you? Pretty good. I'm excited to I'm be excited in. To I'm excited to be involved with your major mm-hmm. project. I'm not even call it a project, yeah. but me being the events person too, whether it's online yeah. or in person, events are events. And so I'm excited to talk with you uh, about that. I'm going to read your bio here in a sec, but I do want to say that this show is sponsored by Powers of Marketing and we provide strategic communication, consulting, and execution for small to medium sized businesses and meetings and events is my primary vertical, but not exclusively. And I will be, spoil the surprise, but I'll be speaking (laughs) um, at the Digital Branding Summit about events. And so I want to welcome anyone who's on with us live. Hi, Jen Cole. She said, hey, and happy Tuesday, friends. Thank you. Thank you for for being on. Anyone who is on live, we'll take any of your questions. I'm going to drop links in for the conference and for my session in particular as we talk about it. But I want to give Gente's brief bio. He is a digital branding evangelist, keynote speaker, blogger, and innovator. He is the founder of the Digital Branding Institute, a global hub for digital branding resources, education, and training. He is the senior digital brand manager for the University of California. Fight, fight on. Is that the University right? of Southern California? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. fight on. That's right. Sorry. I was like doing... Uh, that was a rock anyway. on. This is a fight on. <laughs> and if you're listening, <laughs> you totally missed that. I was trying to give the hands, like, whatever. Hands the, fight, yeah, the, the fight on. <laughs> I, I failed miserably. <laughs> Where he leads a team responsible for developing, managing, and measuring digital marketing initiatives. He's also the principal consultant and strategist for Digital Delane, a digital branding consultancy that helps organizations build a strong digital brand and that he is founded this digital branding summit that's coming up mm-hmm. in a few weeks. So we're less than three weeks out. It's going to be January 27th to the 31st. Tell us about the summit as a whole and I'm mm-hmm. um, sure what motivated you to put it on. Well, first and foremost, thank you for, for having me on, Megan. And I'm glad to have you as a part of our awesome lineup of speakers uh, for the Digital Branding Summit. So essentially, the Digital Branding Summit is something that is produced by the Digital Branding Institute. And just a quick background story on that. I started the Digital Branding Institute as essentially a brain dump of all the content that I was learning, researching, and so on. I wanted to get my PhD back in the day, did some informational interviews, decided uh, it's more of an ego play than anything else. And so I just created this institute and built a community around it. And so I wanted to start creating events around digital branding. And as, as you know, I, I had a chance to speak on some some stages at different conferences. And along the way, I've met people that I admired or that I wanted to share or collaborate on content with and just really friends that are in my network that I know can contribute to the discussion. And so that's really where the Digital Branding Summit came into play. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's going to kind of put you on the spot. So I'm going to see if sure. I can pull them up too. But you have 50 presenters. 
Mm -hmm. over the course of five days. Can you share with our listeners and viewers who some of the presenters are other than yours truly? Uh, Yeah, first, uh, (laughs) Um, but we have, you know, a lot of the thought leaders, practitioners and influencers, even brand leaders that are going to be on this lineup. So we have people such as Mark Schaefer, Neil Schaefer, Brian Fanzo. Oh my gosh, there's so many other people. Uh, Heidi Cohen, Lee Auden, Dan Genghis. (laughs) I had to pull it up because it's just so I looked at this list and I thought, I do do I belong in among these people? This is crazy. <laughs> the thing is though, I, I I wanted to shape the lineup so we can have different perspectives along with the experiences that every presenter brings to the table. So we have a YouTube influencer with a thought leader with just a, a brand leader from the LinkedIn and Twitter and so on, and also other practitioners that are just crushing it in the space. So that's really what makes this speaker lineup special at the Digital Branding Summit. Well, and I appreciate it. And we've t- I've talked with Brian Fanzo about this quite a bit. Like, it's hard to get on a stage if people don't let you on stages. Like, it's that yeah. whole cart before the horse or whatever right. um, thing. And I, I speak I speak a lot, but just not really in this space. And so it, it's fun to have an opportunity to talk about, you know, what kind of my lane is, is yes, social media marketing, but, you know, meetings and events and how, how marketing plays into all that. So, yeah. I'm and, and that's what I, I really, you know, like about the work that you do. In particular, I think it's great to have you as a part of the lineup because it allows us to bring that event perspective when it comes to digital branding. Many things that happen in and around events are surrounded by digital branding, surrounded by digital activations and experiences. They often augment these events that we have in the physical space, right? So we're really looking forward to your session. <laughs> so am I pre-recorded or am I going to be live? So that was the next thing I want to talk about. It's all online, but some of it's pre-recorded and some of it's going to be done live. How does that look? And um, like, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. So essentially you're going to have a session that you prepare before the summit, and then we'll have all of the attendees for that day, have the ability to take notes, get ready to ask questions, things like that. And then all of the speakers uh, for that day would have a live Q&A which we're going to have through Zoom and through our Facebook group as well. Fabulous. Can you talk a little bit about this platform that you're using to do it? Because I think it's pretty slick. And I already have 131 people signed up for my session, which is like, that's the power of online, right? Like if we were at in person and there were 5,000 people there, the chances that I'd have that many people in my room you know, might be harder to come by. So well, I, I, I tell you one thing that that number is certainly going to jump because we haven't even had our right. um, our major push yet. So that, those are all the people that are just really excited about about hopping on board. But again, you know, I, I think it's ultimately needed in this space. You know, when you consider digital branding and really what it can do for business, uh, large or small, it's, it's critical now. I mean, you know, you have different aspects of uh, digital marketing tactics. You have social media marketing content marketing, SEO, and so on. But oftentimes, you know, many marketers will silo those digital marketing techniques or tactics and their customers or their target audience, they don't, right? And so when you think about the experiences that they're having with your brand, it really across those silos, so to speak. And so I want to have people start thinking about that. And again, bringing together some of the the key thought leaders, practitioners, and and brand leaders in to to have those discussions and also provide some actionable insight. That's the most important thing, right? I mean, we all go to conferences and it's great for networking and so on. But at the end of the day, we want to say, okay, what have I learned and what can I actually apply the next day when I get into the office, right? So that's where we are are hoping all of the speakers 
focus on providing that insight and their expertise so they can then, you know, really teach teach our attendees how to, to strategically think and strategically implement these, these tactics that you're speaking on. Yeah. I mean, I think anyone who thinks that digital is not a big part of what they're doing or what they should be <laughs> doing, obviously they're totally missing the boat. Right. And having your event teams, your offline folks interacting with your online folks is right crucial. And obviously I'm going to talk a lot about this because it's, you got to, being on the same page is important. Putting forth a proper brand through your event, whether it's online or a user's conference or an internal sales meeting, branding plays into everything and really having everyone work together. I actually taught session at the uh, Meeting Professionals International Education Conference last month mm-hmm. and, or maybe it was November now. What year is it? I don't know. I know. I know. <laughs> like Barbara Walter says, this is 2020. <laughs> yeah. So, and I had someone ask me, and it's something that I say always at the beginning of my talks is like, get your people on the same page. The yep. first thing is to have a plan. Yep. And if your event team and your marketing team are not on the same page, right. then you, you know, you're going to be in trouble. So this guy has someone in particular in his office who won't let him do anything, even so far as like what he puts in the footer of his email. She won't let him put like put the link to events in the footer of his email. So it's funny too, because I was like, kind of got around to, uh, I know that person. I've worked with that person before, um, but I, I wish I could help you more. But all I can say is like, you know, try to get everyone on the same page in terms of, of everything, which is easier said than done, right? Let's see what Jen says. It's always a great thing when you can return to work the next day and immediately start applying things for sure. Yeah. And that's always my tip is to, for anyone who goes to, especially people who go to world, right? Like just don't try to implement everything all at once. Leave with, all right, I'm going to try to have like one to three things that I learned today that I could like step into the office and implement tomorrow. I think that helps us from feeling overwhelmed too. Well, and there's going to be a lot of content. I mean, 50. There's going to be a lot of content. And so we, what we have done is we have enhanced a lot of the content. We, we've shrinked things down. We have executive summaries and a bunch of playbooks and other assets that people would be able to take with them. So if they don't want to take notes or if they want to have, you know, a more enhanced experience, we do have all access pass that's available as well. And so we're, we're just doing a lot to really enhance all of the speaker's content. So they'll be able to access that through the all access pass. So actually, t- let's talk about that. I had that sure. as my next thing um, in terms of pricing and how it works. What's the deal? Yeah. So essentially, um, everyone is able to attend the conference for free. And so with the free pass, you'll be able to access rolling 24 hours days of the content. So for example, if you register for the conference or for the summit and you it's a Monday, you'll be able to see all the day's content. Um, the only thing is if you're looking to continue to consume that content or want any of the other uh, content assets, then you can access the all access pass and they'll have all of the content there available for you for the entire year. Okay. And it's less than a hundred bucks, right? Yes. It's right now it's 97 bucks. And I believe that ends next week on the 13th, that price. And so you definitely want to get your tickets as soon as possible before, obviously before that time. And then you'll also be able to have a different experience when it comes to Q and A, right? So what I've designed is a Q and A experience where people would be able to hop in and have some face-to-face time with the speakers and ask them their questions, right? And you also have the other speakers throughout that day on that same panel as well. 
So oh. that's really where the, the, the key thing is, you know, oftentimes based on this lineup, you may not be able to get that face-to-face -face time to talk about your brand experience or whatever you have learned in their session throughout the day. So, you know, you have that opportunity now. Um, and then with the free pass, you still have the opportunity to view the session, but you'll have to have the all access pass to participate and share your screen and, and speak with the speakers and so on. So super smart. All right. So I'm going to shameless plug. I'm going to drop my link in. Absolutely. Um, so if anybody wants to register, <laughs> use that link. I put the whole summit URL in there as well, but um, people can register using that link. Okay. So what is the, I'm sorry if you said it, the name of the backend for the tool that you're using to put the summit on? Yeah, we use Hey Summit. Oh, okay. Called Hey Summit. Yeah. What's interesting is that we actually had our summit completely set up in our CRM. We came across Hey Summit and it was Hey Summit and another platform that we were uh, looking for sponsorship on. And so we decided to, we had two that were bidding for the sponsorship and we had Hey Summit be the winner. It does most things really sleekly. It's, it's, it's really intuitive for the presenter as well as for the attendee affiliate, so on and so forth. It's, it's all that information is there. The graphics though that uh, they create aren't as, uh, I don't know. They're kind of eyesore to me, but we, that's why we have, you know, our external graphics in a, in a shared folder for all of the speakers. But yeah, no, I, I think Hey Summit is provided a really great experience for a lot of the attendees. And so I, I know you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, as a speaker already, I think it's pretty badass. And you're right. I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to use that image. <laughs> so I was glad that you guys did it. But what yeah. I mean, they're close, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that I preach is including in your contracts and your agreements with your speakers to get them to promote. And the mm -hmm. easier you make it for them to promote your show where they're going to be speaking the better, right? Yeah. I mean, no, absolutely. Barrier yeah. of entry is super, super low on that. So all right, cool. Okay, so being an events person, I have to ask, what's the one big hairy lesson that you've learned so far in planning this Wow. Event? The lesson I've learned so far in planning is there are so many different layers that you can add on to an event with regard to promotions and partnerships and so on. And it seems like there's not enough time in the day to really get to as many layers as you want. So my lesson ultimately is, you know, to communicate as much as possible and have some time to kind of think and get a bird's eye view of how your event is doing, or even just the general concept of the event and how it's fitting in with whatever's trending, right? So that you can begin to add some additional promotions to that event, right? Based on that trend. So that would be the biggest, I guess, you know, learning lesson is to try to take some more time and think about what's kind of going on instead of being so into the weeds. Gotcha. Um, but I, have, I have a good team though. Uh, I'm definitely blessed to have a good team that, that helps with that process of, of really, you know, digging down into the weeds and getting a lot of things squared away with the event. Yeah. Well, it's like you have two full-time jobs basically yeah. right yeah. now. Um, so it'll probably be a relief when it's passed. What played into deciding when you were going to do it? That's a good question. So I wanted to do it uh, in a time where people are thinking about building their business. Obviously, the new year, people have New Year's resolution. They have been working on their business or wanting to revamp their strategy. So now is a perfect time. Also, this is usually when there's a lull in conferences, right? And it's usually wintertime, right? So most conferences are usually during the spring and summer. And so we wanted to stay away from that, those physical conferences. And then also it's winter time. Sometimes, you know, people can end up being stuck at the house and, you know, with snow outside, not really wanting to go. 
but they can just consume all this content from their desktop or their mobile device. And so that's the best uh, opportunity for, for us to get as many people aware about the Digital Branding Summit as possible. So that's why we uh, added on this date. Right on. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. there any thought of taking it offline? Potentially yes. In the future. yes. That was actually our original thought, but we felt as though summits, in particular virtual summits, are starting to become more popular. People are used to consuming content online. So that's more aligned with our brand. But we are considering a physical conference down the line in the next couple of years or so. Excellent. Okay, so we just have a couple people watching. Jen Cole, Scott Vitale. Hello, Scott. He's an events guy. My session is called Using Events to Build Your Digital Brand. And I'm going to drop that link in for anybody who watches this on the replay. Definitely, it'll be in the show notes. All these links will be in the show notes on our on our blog, on the Making Marketer blog. So what are you looking forward to the most in executing this? Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the feedback that I get from people. I really want them to view this conference and this summit as a great way to start off their year. I want people to say, hey, you know, I was able to attend Megan's session and I come up with this great event idea and how I'm going to execute it and really why it's important for my business. And I want to hear some of that feedback. And I really am looking forward to viewing all of the social media engagements that happen around the event. We actually have event sponsor brand mentions. And so it's a tool that obviously helps you to to manage your your brand mentions. And we utilize that tool to see all the conversations that's happening around the event. And so really looking forward to seeing all those engagements. Fabulous. All right. Mm -hmm. And so you're a marketer. So outside of this, what's going to be the big emerging trend? We know like video, Mm -hmm. video, video, video for the last three years, right? And video is definitely not going away. Is there something that you're seeing whether in education or or just in marketing in general that's that you think is emerging? Hmm. Well, I mean, just the blanket answer uh, would be, you know, AI, it would be maybe even some wearable technology, gaming, things like that. I mean, that's really the sort of overarching, you know, trend. But what's more prevalent to, you know, the average Joe, so to speak, would be live streaming. And I think live streaming is going is is really emerging based on, you know, what the different social networks are doing with live streaming. Of course, you know, LinkedIn now is has the live stream in beta. And so I'm sure many of you people have, you know, saw a live stream on your on your timeline through LinkedIn. Uh, so you have that as well as groups and communities are also important. So I think for the average person, live streaming and groups or communities would be what's certainly emerging. And I think all of the momentum that these social networks are putting behind those functions um, are just evidence of that. For sure. No yeah. question. Yeah. And I think the one-to-one that comes out of that yeah. is big too. Yeah. messaging. So chat, text, text is big, but you have to do it right. I have, I have an example. Those of you who are watching can't see, but I'm wearing my 49ers or who aren't watching. I mean, it's, it's okay. <laughs> my Raiders are out. Uh, uh, well, so I'm going to <laughs> Santa Clara for our game against the Vikings on Saturday. But in October, once I realized kind of the path that the, the 49ers were going down, I booked a hotel every weekend of the, all three of the playoff weekends. Oh, you're a and, fan fan. You're a, you're a super I have, fan. I have season tickets. So I knew I was going to be going like, yeah. you know, I committed to my tickets in advance of the season to get a discount, which is awesome. Yeah. But I canceled because we want, we didn't have to play the wild card weekend. So I, I canceled, but this hotel that I had booked through a booking 
service, their text was not in sync. Their like reservation system didn't oh, yeah. catch up with the cancellation. And right. so I kept getting texts from them to review my stay. And I'm like, people, seriously, like, right. how do you not like, well, I already, and especially because it happened again yesterday. And I said, I already went through this last night, like look back through. So anyway, text is awesome when you do it right. But you, text, text is awesome. And I think that's really where you know, you're going to get most of or an increased level of engagement. I think I read a stat somewhere saying that you get about up to like 13 to 23% engagement via email. I mean, I think text is like upwards of like 70 something percent. And of course, you know, you have the saying that marketers ruin everything, right? So hopefully we'll get to the point where, you know, we really won't exhaust the novelty that you know text messaging and having immediate access to people and their mobile devices and so on, right? Yeah. So I just I hope that happens. But I think if you are not focused on text messaging, you or SMS messaging, you're you're missing out. Yeah, or chat sure. even too. Yeah. Chat yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 I actually all right. So I bit the Gary V text me okay. thing. So okay. I did. And he said, you know, it was automatic response. He said, but after this, it'll be personally me. And turns out, like, I know I could tell he's sending everyone these canned messages because I'm replying and he's not replying to me based on what I'm saying back. He's right. just replying with this next, you're awesome. You can do it. You know, all these like motivational, <laughs> which I think is super cute. Yeah. But I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to unsubscribe. <laughs> well, at least you know how it works now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, a friend who um, I became her best friend because she said, I keep getting these texts from retailers and she didn't know how to make it stop. And I said, well, first of all, they should tell you in there how it right. should always, they should always yeah. tell you how to, uns and I said, just hit unsubscribe. She's like, what? I go, yeah, I typed unsubscribe. And it said, you've been unsubscribed. She's like, I changed your life. That's yeah. <laughs> Either that or just text the word stop. Yeah. And you're good. Yeah. No, but I think you're right. There's, there's definitely um, room to ruin it. And then hopefully we won't. So, okay. Jen Cole has a question for you. What does success look like for you? And I, and I'm assuming that she doesn't mean in general of the, the scale of the world, but maybe <laughs> you're the summit. Okay. Yeah. So again, what success looks like for us is we would be able to, again, identify people who have gone to the summit and have said that they were successful in doing something. So their success is our success, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's that stuff is actually really important because that's how you build communities, right? And that's how right. you keep people coming back. If they're able to consume your content and your content makes them successful, then in turn, you're going to be successful because you're now that resource for that person and potentially to even to their to their audience. And that's why it's important to be on live streams or to collaborate on content and things like that. Because those are relationships that, that are being built. Like, you know, it's it's good to sit down. And I, I really haven't had a chance to sit down and converse with, with Megan. But it's like, it's a perfect opportunity to do it live, you know, now. And we're, we're recording the podcast and so on. Also building that rapport as well. So, I mean, this is really what success looks like for us, for sure. Fabulous. Okay, mm -hmm. so we're going to finish on the, the question I like to ask every guest is, okay. what are you hot on these days in terms of tech, gadgets, apps? Doesn't have to be new, but what's what's making your life easier right now or or more fun or whatever, whatever that? Uh, you know, I think AppSumo, and this is probably so old to people, but, you know, I think ultimately just getting abreast of all the new tools 
that are coming out. So you'll be able to obviously access some of the beta versions of these tools at extremely discounted price for, for usually lifetime membership or lifetime access to these tools. And I think th- they've come out with some pretty, pretty interesting things that are worth investing in just to, you know, seeing if it kind of pans out. And most of the time, a lot of the people have the opportunity to provide feedback as they continue to build and enhance their their app or their servers. So, and there's a couple other tools that are like, I think Product Hunt is also another one, but yeah, I, I would highly recommend people check out those to get get those uh, those types of tools. Well, and AppSumo is like, they've got all the data, right? Like they're sharing uh, some really, if I remember correctly, unless I'm thinking of a different company, some pretty incredible insights into um, what's working for people and what people are wanting to do and use and see and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's funny you mentioned the AI. I was I was a guest on a podcast recently called Sales Babble. Mm-hmm. And my and I talked about using face-to-face to build relationships, mm-hmm. you know, conferences specifically in, you know, and online obviously works as well, but that kind of that difference that face-to-face can have. And just basically, I just went through my whole, when I worked in sales, what all my thing was. Anyway, he called me and it said, maybe Pat Helmers. And so I said, Hey, Pat. And he said, Oh, I thought, and I said, we were just talking about how kind of creepy it is. I said, well, cause it pulled it from my email. It didn't even, he had never called me before. Um, um, and he goes, Oh yeah, that is creepy, but it's also useful, right? Too. Cause I could, I mean, what if I didn't want to talk to him right. <laughs> <laughs> that I would know, but yeah. we all are getting so many robocalls now. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm getting yes. them like every hour. Yes. I actually have a, I have a trick for that and oh, you good. may or may not know, but so essentially there's apps that you can download and sometimes you have to pay a premium for that. But uh, I just put my phone on do not disturb and then only allow contacts that are in my phone Ah, to come through. Yeah. And I I have an Android. I'm team Android. But uh, (laughs) I I think Apple should have that same similar feature. Yeah. No, that's actually, Mm -hmm. I like that. Very good. Okay. Well, we are at time. It goes fast. And I, um, I appreciate you coming on and I'm so happy that able to work with you and that I am a part of the Digital Branding Summit, the inaugural PBS. Yeah, <laughs> um, We're excited thank, to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And everyone who watched or wa- is watching on the replay on Facebook or YouTube, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jen and Scott and anyone else who, who hopped on the live. We appreciate you uh, participating. And all right. So this has been episode 47 of Making a Marketer and we will catch you next time.